health care. Thibodeau Regional, once again recognized by Health Grades for providing outstanding quality care. For more info, go to Thibodeau.com. Let's add a little red right there. Hey, we'll be right with you. For Bianca's flower shop, spring orders and Mother's Day are a tricky arrangement. Hey, can I get help repotting this fiddle leaf? She needs to put the petal to the metal and find more florists. We're running low on daisies. How does that even happen? Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Our hiring platform instantly connects you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. At Lowe's, every pro is an MVP to us, no matter how big or small your business is. Earn back when you spend, get exclusive offers, and paint rewards. It all adds up to help level up your business. Join Lowe's MVP's Pro Rewards and Partnership Program today. Minimum purchase required. Earnings and paint rewards awarded as Lowe's e-gift cards. Exclusions, restrictions, and more terms apply. Filed through 1231.22. See Lowe's.com slash L slash Pro Loyalty Terms. Subject to change. U.S. only. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Shame on us. We talk about the greatest coaches in all sports. Every time we have these type of conversations, Gino Ariema's name is not mentioned. 14 straight Final Fours. Six perfect seasons and won 11 national championships. The dominance is John Wooden-like. GJ and Max, mornings on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM. KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. It's time for the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Local sports, national sports. The G-Cat is on it. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Now, settle up for a tall glass of sports talk. Here's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Tiger Woods. Almost making birdie, but uh, still in there. Haven't had a hasn't had a terrible round here for sure. Through um, as he is even right now, we'll get you the latest uh, where they are with the rest of the leaderboards. I'm sorry, one under par, one under par now. The leader Cameron Smith just birdie, so he's at four. But before that, every all the leaders four tied at three under, and he was at one under Tiger. Uh, about to hit just to the left of a big old pine tree. <laughs> Hopefully he can find his way back on there. But again, first competitive action in over a year and a half, and people are watching. I can assure you that, including Coach Blake Dean of the UNO Privateers, he was saying that's what he was doing. Uh Watching back a couple nights ago in L.A. Jose will walk it into the front court and dribble this baby out. I don't know if we – yeah, the shot clock's off. Shot clock is off. So Jose, who don't want to take the turnover, is going to do it regardless. All smiles on the bench as we will tick it down now. Three, two, one. There's your horn. This one belongs to the New Orleans Pelicans. And the Pels have qualified for the play-in tournament, which will be either next Tuesday or Wednesday in a site to yet be determined, but New Orleans, who started the year off one in twelve, three in sixteen, have come back 
to advance to the postseason. And we now know Ty Graffanini, who joins us now, voice of the Pels at NT Graff on Twitter. It will be Wednesday. It'll be at 830. It'll be here in San Antonio. Good afternoon, sir. How are you? I am well, Gus. Watching a little golf myself uh, before I head on over to the arena. So, uh, yeah, I, I mean, you've known me for a long time. The Masters is uh, oh. very high on my list. Mm-hmm. Gus. Very, very high on my list. So, I will, I will, uh, I, big time week, big time weekend, uh, not only for the Pels, but for any golf fan out there. Yeah, no doubt. Obviously, you'll be able to watch the final round of the Masters since it's a late tip time on Sunday yeah, against Golden 8, 8 State. Yeah, 8.30 local time. Isn't that a joy? Yeah. It's fantastic. <laughs> Why are we playing so late, by the Gus, way? But Gus, please, we, we don't have enough time. Okay. Um, well, regardless I of that, I, that question. I, I, I enjoy it again. I've been telling people just to make this a habit. I know a lot of people love what AD and Joel do and watching it on TV. I use the Pell's app as well. I, I'm a double dipper. I have the phone right on the le- – I have the, the couch cushions level to my ears. I just place it on their tide, hold the wine, watch the guys call, but have you loud enough in my ear, and I time it perfect. Just pause it for a second. You're perfectly synced. But you were talking about at the end of the game, after that call, you went on for a bit. You probably blew through the break um, about <laughs> about what it was like that – Two seasons ago, the season ended in Sacramento yep. for all intents and purposes. Yeah. And same arena, as you said, same seat. You know, it is what it is. It's a play-in game, but you're going to play one more game than the regular season. Same place. How did it feel weird? It, it was very. And, look, I'll never go in, I'll never walk into that building again, uh, Golden One Center in Sacramento, and not think about March 11, 2020. I, I mean, it, it, it's, it's nuts. I mean, what happened? And I just – you know, I was thinking about it that day, and I was kind of hoping that I'd have a chance to to say what I actually said because I just think it's remarkable how things work out. And like I said on the air that night, I, I will never forget. I will never forget sitting in that seat and looking down at the tunnel where the team comes out. Right. And, you know, you know – how it works you you see the the clock on top of the uh or, or behind the backboard and yep. that's where the 24 second clock is and mm-hmm. when that horn hits then it's time for the, the teams to clear and you play the anthem and then you go well there was about five minutes left on that clock Gus, and the new orleans pelicans had not come out of the locker room and i looked at john DeShazer, who was sitting on my left and i said we ain't playing tonight man i, I mean if they're not out by now yeah uh Something is very, very wrong. And Alvin Gentry, who ironically, Goss was on the other bench right. in Sacramento. I, I mean, you just you can't make that stuff up. Uh, Alvin Gentry came out of the tunnel, looked up, and I looked at JD. I said, "That's it." And literally, ten seconds later, we find out we're not going to play. Fast forward two years later, we're in the same arena. And the thing about that night, Gus, is what I talked about on the air is. You know, that was supposed to be a huge game for the Pelicans. Yeah. We were in the we were in the thick of the playoff race, which that, at that time was just eight teams. There was no play in because we didn't know there was going to be a bubble, blah, 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 blah. Well, we're three games out. We we're playing the Kings, we're playing the Pacers, we're playing the the Spurs, we're playing every team we're supposed to be in competition with to try to get that eight spot. Oh, by the way, the Memphis Grizzlies were in eighth place. I looked at the standings. Uh, they were three games up on us, but we had them two more times. And so you had 19 games left in the regular season. You're thinking, all right, 
let's make a run, let's do this, let's do this. And obviously everything stopped that night and we never got a chance. And as I said on the air the other night, I don't even count the bubble. Uh, it just it, That was a disaster from the get-go. But I just thought it was incredibly poignant and ironic that two years later we play in that arena with Alvin Gentry right. in the building on the other bench and you wind up clinching a playing spot. I mean, you can't even write a script, Gus. It's just it's unbelievable. Speaking it really Todd, is. Speaking with Todd Graffinini, voice of the Pelicans tonight, take on the Blazers, 7 o'clock normal tip time, uh, 17.5-point favorites. It's crazy when you look at the beginning of the season to now, to two years ago to now, and where they sort of are. You know, Jack called a couple of days ago, I think last week, or earlier this week, and he was like, you know, who who has the brightest future, Pelicans or Saints? And like, I had to think about it, like, to, to even talk about trying to say which team it was, Todd, kind of puts into perspective from October to now the job that Willie Green and the rest of his staff has done. You travel with them. You see them a lot more than I do at shoot-around with everything they've had to deal with. You've covered a ton of coaches, Todd, football, baseball, and basketball, Tulane to this day to the Saints. Where, how Describe him to us in a way that maybe we don't see, and what is his opinion or your opinion of him? I, I, don't, I don't know if I could describe it in the fact that what you don't see because I think the way he projects himself to everybody is, is who he is. I, uh-huh. I mean, he's just a very even-keel person. Um. Not too high, not too low. And that's what, I mean, you saw what happened when he walked off. And we talked about this. When he walked off the court in, in L.A. Uh, after the Laker game, that's as much emotion as I've ever seen the man have. But, you know, he mentioned after the game that it's been a tough year. I mean, this hasn't been a picnic, Gus. I mean, it, this was this was not an easy start. I mean, plus, you know, at the beginning of the season and basically – through the month of January is where it, where it's really slowed down, but but COVID was still a big part of this year. I mean, look, CJ McCollum had to miss games uh, as recently as what a month ago, so it still really hadn't ended. But I mean, we had guys missing games left and right uh, in the early stages of the season. I missed five games to be you know to go to go into it. So there was a lot to overcome. I mean, the slow start, the injuries, the COVID, 1-12, and 3-16. You heard me mention it. It has not been an easy year. But he kept it together. He and this coaching staff has been, have been brilliant. I, I mean, look, and I mentioned this on the other, the other night, too, when I was going back and forth with Daniel postgame. When, when we walked into the building um, practice, shoot-around, you couldn't tell what the record was, and that's the highest compliment you can give a coach. When you don't know what's going on as far as, hey, are we 12-0 and or 0-12, you know, it, that's the attitude it was. It was all positive all the time, and look, just to navigate those waters and get to this position, and look, I know we're nine games under 500, Gus. I, I get it, and, and look, and everybody says, hey, it's just a play-in. Uh, just to borrow an expression from, from Matt Moscona's show on Friday at 4 o'clock, they can kick rocks because the Pelicans, you know, have earned this spot. We didn't make the rules, Gus. I mean, hey, they said there's a play-in. you got to get into the play-in, and here we are. And now you've got an opportunity with two games to get into the playoffs. And I, that's all you can ask for when you 
had started out the season that slow because, I mean, you well know, you got calls on this show. I mean, when are the ping pong balls coming? In, mid, in mid-November. I mean, it wasn't even Thanksgiving yet, Gus. And people were talking about the lottery. So uh, it, it's just, look, and, and hats off to David Griffin, too, and, and Trajan Langdon for making the moves, um, you know, to get C.J. McCollum in here, to get Larry Nance Jr. in here, who, by the way, is going to play a very big role. I mean, a very big role uh, in these next few games. Uh, we've already seen in the last couple games that, you know, not only can Nance play the four, but he can also play the five. And that was big the other night when Jonas Valanciunas was out. Um, Larry Nance had double figures and had some big buckets and big rebounds. So, you know, it, it's, it's a team effort. That's exactly what it was. And, um, you know, we know we're going to play the Spurs. You hope it's at home. And that's I think this is the best of both worlds right now, Gus. Right. Because you know that you are in. Okay, that, that's the one thing. You're not playing to get in the tournament. So in that sense, you can kind of exhale a little bit, but you can't because all three of these games absolutely mean something, Gus, because you want to host this game. You do not want to go to San Antonio and play. San Antonio has Minnesota tonight, and I'm telling you folks, you better be pulling for Minnesota because <laughs> San Antonio went to Denver the other night and smoked the Nuggets mm-hmm. without, no pun intended, and smoked them without DeJounte Murray, okay? They beat him without DeJounte Murray. So, uh, I mean, you know how much the the, uh, the Spurs kind of get under my skin. But you want to play this game at home and then take your chances where wherever you play in Minnesota or in, in Los Angeles. And right now, um, the Clippers are playing very, very well. I would not be surprised at all to see the Clippers go into Minnesota next week that game is going to be on tuesday by the way uh go up and win that game so um no i mean look you put yourself in a position let's let's get it done first of all let's get home court winning tonight is key hopefully san antonio will lose and then all you have to do is split uh the memphis or golden state game but if if uh you don't take care of your own business gus and you know you could wind your end up you know wind it up in uh in san antonio nobody wants that so yeah, uh, no we'll doubt. see what happens. But got to um, take care of business tonight. Todd, I, I just, I know, uh, hopefully I'm not bothering you or anything from this aspect, but I, I'd like you to, if you're, if you're wearing your Dodgers hat, can you remove it for me real quick? There it is. <laughs> once again, Sham Sharania, Todd, oh, oh, has no. tweeted that LeBron James, Anthony yep. Davis, and Russell Westbrook. <laughs> Yep. All will have a competition as to who will look best dressed today as all three uh, will uh will not be playing tonight. You hate to see it. Um, <laughs> I, all I'm going to say is this. Yeah. First of all, anybody out there who has not seen the One Shining Moment video, oh. do, your, do yourself a favor. <laughs> take, take two and a half minutes out of your life it's and watch it. this. Mm-hmm. Because I'm telling you, <laughs> when I watched that the other night in Sacramento, I am surprised I did not get knocked on my door at one in the morning because I, I have not laughed that hard in a very, very long time. Uh, that's number one. Yeah. Number two, yeah. and I know uh, Mr. LeBron James PR man Travis is listening. Yes. No, All listening. I'm going to say is this, Travis. If your boy plays on Saturday and Sunday just to get the scoring title without playing in these last three games, which were – 
incredibly more important to the Los Angeles <laughs> Lakers than these last two ball games, then that tells you all you need to know mm-hmm. about LeBron James. And I will leave it at that. He's already recruiting. Apparently <laughs> last night, like to go play with the Warriors. Poor AD. Yeah, right. Poor AD. Thank you, Todd. Have a good call tonight, sir. Thank you, sir. There he goes. Tiger Affidini, voice of your New Orleans Pelicans. When we come back, phone lines are open if you'd like to chime in. Aaron Hank referenced it here as well. The shop. Would you make the trade for LeBron now if you're the Pels or anybody? I, I would. That's just me. Let's talk about it. Sports Hangover next on ESPN New Orleans. So you grab a piece of something that you think is going to last. Well, you wouldn't even know a diamond if you held it in your hand. The things you think are precious I can't understand. Are you reeling in the years? MLB opening day is here, and right now all customers can swing for the fences with a risk-free same-game parlay on FanDuel Sportsbook. Just pick any MLB game and combine at least three bets into one bet for bigger payouts. I'm an Atlanta Braves fan. They open up the season against the Reds. I like the Braves to win. I like the Braves to score over four and a half runs, and I like starting pitcher Max Free to get over five and a half strikeouts in the big game. And if your bet doesn't win, FanDuel will refund you up to $10 inside credit. Not sure what to bet on? Check out FanDuel's popular same-game parlays to see what most fans are betting and get in on the action risk-free. There's no better place to bet America's pastime than on America's number one sportsbook. Head over to your FanDuel account or download the FanDuel Sportsbook app and sign up using promo code KLRZ to bet your risk-free same-game parlay today. That's promo code KLRZ. Must be 21 and over and present in Louisiana. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable site credit that expires 14 days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See full terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-877-770-STOP. If your garage door is damaged or destroyed during Hurricane Ida, then you need to call American Garage Door Supplies and Homa today. If you need a dependable repair or professional installation, American Garage Door Supplies and Homa will deliver a level of incredible service for your residence or business. Call 985-633-1623 today or stop by 7424 West Park in Homa and check out the many colors of residential and commercial roll-up doors. Plus, at American Garage Door Supplies of Homa, you'll get your door in just a few weeks, not months. Like us on Facebook, American Garage Doors. Energize your business with Bayou Black Electric Supply in Homa. When you're elbow deep in a job, the last thing you need is to lose time and money fetching electrical supplies. Bayou Black Electric will deliver your items to the job site. There's daily scheduled service throughout South Louisiana, Lafouche, Terrebonne, Morgan City, New Iberia, and Lafayette. Plus, the river parishes too. If you need parts, call Bayou Black Electric Supply. 985-223-8807. Highway 311 in Homa. Adventure, intrigue, mystery, romance. It's a storm of entertainment that brings down the house. Now, back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill on ESPN 100.3 FM and ESPN 1003.com. I mean, a throng of people at Amen Corner as Tiger Woods made his way on there as well. He's been battling here in the first round. A couple of bogeys, a birdie or two, and he is even right now. As he just bogeyed a little bit ago, Cameron Smith is your leader at four under right now. So... But he was just one under a bit ago. So Dustin Johnson is uh one under par as well. Billy Horschel is one under par. 
Uh, let's see. Trying to think of some other guys that maybe you guys want to hear from. Jordan Spieth is one under through two. Uh, through, through three, sorry. Rory McIlroy, one under through two. A lot of these guys just sort of starting again. Tiger through 14 is even right now. They've been following him since he showed up. The crowds, it, there's not a cloud in the sky. The weather is held up. It's been absolutely perfect uh, to look at it. So, look, I think a lot of people just want to see if he could make it through the first round and and do that. He's hit a couple of tee shots into the trees. He's saved some. He's missed some very makeable birdies. The putter hasn't been there most of the day, but the point being, he's there. I mean, he's he's it's it's right there for a chance to maybe, you know, Shoot a low score tomorrow, or or, may, or just get to the weekend. I, I think it's remarkable he's even playing. To be honest with you, that, that is why it's such a storyline that he's even playing. And I think if he makes the cut this weekend, or if he's in remotely anywhere where you're, you're watching Sunday, um, I mean, kudos. Just it's a, it's a great story, and I'm you know I'm happy for him. Uncle Earl, thank you for giving us a buzz here in the Sports Hangover, sir. How are you? Hey Goose, how, how you doing today, baby? Doing well, man. How are you? Man, this this weather, this weather. Oh, is, dude, it's beautiful. Uh, I know. I need to be on my patio or deck or something. If I had one, Brian, Brian, <laughs> Brian playing, drinking a couple brewskis. Yep. Uh, yep. Hey, uh, uh, are you uh, your Cubbies playing today, Goose? They are taking on the Milwaukee Brewers, the team that is uh, picked to finish first in the NL Central. So let's see how see how that goes I mean, how, today. How, how are we looking so far? Well, I'll say this. Uh, we've played three innings, and it's nil-nil. Each team with a hit, hmm. no score. So, you know what? <laughs> it's in it's in Chicago. I will take it. I will take it. I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping my, you know, I'm a Yankees guy. I'm hoping, I'm hoping this year we can get it turned around, Goose. But, uh, man, it's been, it's been a struggle for the last few years, man. Uh, hey, I, I just got something on my phone, and... and the Eagles are interested in Tyrone Matthew. It's just, uh, not looking good on that. But uh, look, I, look. I thought it was interesting that what was it yesterday? You know, the, the thing that you heard was him say, "Like the Saints don't need me, but you know, I'd be open to to going to it and things of that nature." So, mm-hmm. I, I think it's look again. I I legitimately think it's what is. The, I think the it's years, too much money. The, huh, the, no, what, uh, I think that's what it is, man. I, I heard one one number that you know it's, he wants twenty guaranteed. He like a three year deal wow. instead of a two year deal. Um, so it, it's what is he willing to play for, and what are teams going to? And look, I brought this up with, with somebody earlier this morning that was kind of looking at um, how come the Saints haven't signed a, a receiver a veteran receiver or a veteran tackle and all that. There are a lot of names, names that you would know, um, that have not been signed yet. So I think you're seeing teams realize perhaps what this draft may or may not have in terms of depth. And I think teams are have a price in mind of what they want to pay certain players when you yeah. have a, a deep enough draft at certain positions, and and they're going to be good with it. And look, it, it depends how desperate or how badly your team sort of feels like they need to make a move or a play. I think the fact that the Saints made a kind of trade like they did, Uncle Earl, it tells you where they feel, that they feel the value and the best thing for them to get a player that they would like at the financial area where they would like 
is via the draft, not free agency. They they got names. You got starters right now that you can go get. Oh uh, yeah. By hey, hey, dude, that move. I agree yeah. with the caller yesterday, right? Uh, I mean, with uh, with these two picks, now, the deal we made with Philly and all that. I mean, it, it, oh, don't you agree? It's got to be home run picks, right? Sixteen and and nineteen. I mean, they got to be hit out the park, right? And now, it, it seems to me mm-hmm. it's got to be like they wouldn't have did it if they don't have these. And and Goose, I hope it's not a quarterback, man. I really, <laughs> I will be disappointed big time. <laughs> Uh, I would. Um, I really would be. Would yeah. you be disappointed, Goose? Honestly, I. I just again, it. The only way I could see it making it to, I would say, okay, I, I see, I see what you're seeing, is if you use sixteen and nineteen and one's your receiver and one's your quarterback, but the quarterback's either sixteen or nineteen. You know, I, it just depends who's there. I, I, I'm not again, impressed with him, Goose. Are you? I mean, I'm not. No, I'm not. I told you. I told you. I there, There's no quarterback that I see that I'm like, that guy is better than Jameis Winston. Now, look, the agents are working their tails off right now because Dan Orflowski this morning and yesterday on NFL Live, and I might pull it up and I'll play it for you, Desmond Ritter. Now, all of a sudden, his name is popping up. He's per Dan Orflowski, skyrocketing up the charts right now. Um, cause he plays really good quarterback, pre-snap, post-snap reads, things of that nature. So again, the closer we get, just keep in mind, Uncle Earl, teams inform, misinform, all of a sudden, man, I love me this, Uncle Earl, I really do. And they have no <laughs> intentions of it. They're trying to deflect or, or make people think that, you know, are, are the Saints interested in that? That tackle or no, man, I really like the quarterback. Okay. So we can wait. And then they pick the tackle. I mean, so there's a lot of gamesmanship that goes on. I just, again, I, again, this is just me. I go to it and I list the quarterbacks that are available right now compared to what you have. And to me, it just, I don't see it. I don't see a guy where he's going to come in and try to start over Jameis. And if he's not starting over Jameis, then why did you make the move that you did to keep Dennis Allen, most of the staff, and and pretty much make moves to kind of bolster what you have? And then I go back to the soundbite from Keyshawn Johnson. Keyshawn Johnson himself said he doesn't feel that the Saints are going to go quarterback because he, they're in win-now mode. Normally, I take with a grain of salt what Keyshawn Johnson says. But Uncle Earl, I agree. he's the uncle of Michael Thomas. So yeah. I, my, I have to imagine at some point... In the last several weeks or days, he's had a phone conversation. He's had a, a sit down. He's gone over to the house. I mean, Michael Thomas is in Malibu. I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe they FaceTime. Maybe they text. Dennis Allen flew to go visit him. So I have to imagine that Michael Thomas probably heard Dennis Allen's, you know, speech, his theory, his philosophy. Hey, we're about winning now. That's probably one of the ways to get him on board. Uncle Earl, let me be honest with you. you know, we're not rebuilding. Yeah. We're not doing all that. So when I hear uh, Keyshawn Johnson say that, again, I have no idea if that's what where he got the info, but he emphatically, right from the beginning, says they're not taking a quarterback. They're in win-now mode. You're not in win-now mode if you're taking any of those quarterbacks, including Kenny Pickett, yeah, who if he goes at six to Carolina is really, really, I think, a reach. Let him take, look, hey, 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 Goose, before I let you go. Yeah. Uh, the offensive tackle, a big time wide receiver, and a dra- and look, we could pick from three or four guys, right? And any one of them is going to be great. And then I tell you what, the, uh, and, 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 uh, other pick, 
Mm-hmm. I would get that uh, running back from uh, Michigan State, maybe, because we don't know how Kamara is. Pacing that tight end, a, a, a freaking wide receiver in the draft. Goose, I think we can have a fabulous year, man. And, and look, keep doing what you're doing, Goose. Love you, baby. Appreciate it, man. Thank you so much. You know, if you just pull up, again, top remaining NFL free agents, I mean, again, there's some names, there's some people that you know, and then, I, I hear you. They have some guys out there, you know. Odell Beckham Jr. still waiting to see when he's going to be healthy from his um, ACL injury. And, and remember, you tried for him last year. He chose the Rams. So, you know, hey, we're going to get him. Matthews ranked fourth. OBJ is ranked second um, per NFL uh, re- report here. But, you know, you're looking at different receivers. Julio Jones is the seventh ranked player out there. Do you want Julio? He's 33. Um, you look at other receivers or tackles. Darrell Williams is a tackle from Buffalo. He's 30. Eric Fisher is 31. They're there. No one's signed them yet. They might be there. Dwayne Brown, Bobby Macy, Riley Reef, all tackles, 37, 33, 33. Will Fuller, Jarvis Landry, 29, 28 years old, probably wants some money. So, again, I, I see what the Saints are doing, at least in my opinion. Stanley, thank you for calling us, sir. How are you today? I'm all right, Gus. How are you, buddy? Doing well. All right. Uh, I don't want to talk about the Saints. We talked enough about all that. I'm ready for the draft. Just get all that nonsense <laughs> over, so okay. people can quit saying, "Oh, this and that," and including me. Uh, you know, we all get different opinions, but it's sure. what it is. Saints gonna do what they want to do. I'm calling about the Pels and uh, what you said earlier about trading for LeBron. No, I hope he stays in L.A., mm-hmm. and I hope they have another horrible season next I'll year. I'll take another draft. That's besides the point. <laughs> right. um, can you explain to me what – so are the Pelicans in the playoffs or not? Because I keep hearing the playoffs, and then I hear mm-hmm. uh, play-in or something like that. Okay. And I'm and to be honest, Gus, I'm not really – Sure. Um, like, you know, I'm into football. I love football. That's mm-hmm. my thing. I could talk about a lot of NFL team starters and no names stuff but basketball is a little different i didn't really pay attention to it and honestly i'm just starting to pay attention to it mm-hmm. uh, like this no, season so right i'm not sure about what's going on with the play-in and the playoffs sure and all that i'll stuff. explain it to you stanley welcome on board man we, we love our, we love our hoops and stuff and i think and that's why i said yesterday stanley um i was having a conversation with some people here on the show about that i think to me and i think i was explaining it to jordan the last time the pills were in the playoffs was against you know, the Blazers, when they swept them in the first round, they didn't have the play-in then, so they were in the playoffs. And then, you know, they played the Warriors and got swept by them. But I, I think even at that point, that was like, oh, they're winning, we'll go check them out. I feel in the time since, from 80s, that's all, folks, to, you know, we got Zion, uh, to to now, I think more people are either paying attention and it's a different level. Like, when you talk Saints football, there's 5,000 general managers and head coaches, right? I mean, when we talk football in the city, in the state, Stanley, everybody knows what they should have done. Everyone knows what they should have called and has an opinion to be able to say that. And I kind of felt like for the last several years, and most of the time since they've been here, for hoops, it's, you know, when they win or they lose. But now with all of the, the guys that cover this team, the spaces, all this different stuff with it, that you have literally 24-7 almost, seven days a week, chatter, about NBA and Pelicans, I think people are becoming more, you know, savvy to the game, to the league, to the rest of the players and everything. So here's the playoff and play-in. So there's 
two play-ins, okay? Seven, think of this. Mm-hmm. One through six in the standings. Remember, back in the day, it was one through eight. You're in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So what they did just to help from teams from tanking is they added a play-in where teams nine and ten are still alive. So one through six, you're good. You're in the first round. You ain't got nothing to worry about Tuesday and Wednesday. Teams seven and eight will play on Tuesday. If you lose, you're good. You get one more shot. If you win, you're the seventh seed. If you lose, you will play the winner of the 9-10 matchup, which is the Pelicans and Spurs in this case. So if the Pelican and Spurs win, okay, they will play the winner of the T-Wolves and Clippers. I mean, the loser, sorry. The loser of the T-Wolves and Clippers. So Clippers and T-Wolves will play on Tuesday. The winner is the seventh seed. The loser awaits the winner of the Pelicans and Spurs. Loser of Pelicans and Spurs, you're gone. It's it's a single elimination. If the Pels then beat the win, the loser of the seven eight matchup, they then are the eight seed. All those two games are to battle to see who's the eight seed. That makes sense. Who's the eight seed? Right. Okay. And then the eight seed faces the one seed, which is the Phoenix Suns. So <laughs> you know. <laughs> Good luck with that. But I just, again, though, but that's the thing. So, yeah, just think of it like in baseball you have the wild card, and in the NFL it's one to go home, right? There's no series, so it's the same thing. I mean, when the right, Pels right. play Tuesday, you lose, you go home. You win, you get another game. You win, you get a series. That makes sense? Gotcha. All right, man. Yep, yes, sir. Thank you, guys. Appreciate no, thank it, you, man. Appreciate the phone call. 800-998-1003. Lenny Van Gilder is going to join us next from Crescent City Sports. So, LHSAA. They are. Uh, they approved essentially NIL for high school students. Let's talk about that next on ESPN New Orleans. I was surprised. I was definitely surprised. Yep, we had no idea. Totally surprised. Um, can you say jaw drop? Who knew? State Farm with these great rates. The surprise everyone's talking about is the surprisingly great rates for home and auto insurance from State Farm especially when you combine them. When you want the real deal, call State Farm agent Ashley Barrios and cut off today. 985-632-0988. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Thinking about gas mileage? Keep your engine at its best with clean oil from Pennzoil Platinum Full Synthetic. Got an older vehicle? Use Pennzoil Platinum Full Synthetic High Mileage. Right now, you can get five quarts with an STP Extended Life oil filter for only $35.99. Get what you need for better fuel efficiency at any of our 6,000 stores or on AutoZone.com. Get in AutoZone. Restrictions apply. Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. You're driving along and some nimrod cuts you off. You hit the horn. (laughs) Jeez, it sounds like a goose in distress. Time to head over to eBay Motors. They have horns for every make and model, not to mention horn pads, steering wheels, wiring, and more. 122 million parts. You can even go for an upgrade. (laughs) Looks like Mr. Cutoff Man needs a new seat cover. Try eBay Motors, pal. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors. Let's ride. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. 
The bottom line about the quarterback situation is because they're so important, and there are only so many of them that are actually elite. Either you have one or you don't. So what happens when someone doesn't have one? They start squinting and seeing what they want to see. Daniel Jones, yeah, he can run and he can throw. So they start seeing what they want to see. That's why the Mitchell Trubisky thing was all right, because based on what was available for them, they went out and got the most athletic guy. They How's that look now? GJ and Max, mornings on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. How can we be excited about a show where we just talk? Talk sports. That's how they talk in the major league. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. The way to follow Mr. Lenny Van Gilder. Crescent City Sports, uh, the very latest of all the things local, sir. Great job with you guys out there. How are you, Lenny? I'm good, Gus. Good to be with you. Good to see you, man. I thought about you immediately when I saw earlier this morning the news pop out from the LHSAA that uh, NIL has now apparently come to high school. And as uh, expected, uh, tons of reaction immediately. It's ending high school sports as we know it, too. This is fantastic. First, let's just kind of start with the broad off thing. Did you know that this was something that could be a possibility in high school? Uh, I guess so, only from the standpoint that it really wasn't clear. And obviously, we've seen what has happened. You know, on the, on the college level, and look, I, I get the idea that, and I believe that the high school sports are the last fashion of amateur athletics, and I don't think that this necessarily changes that. I think, you know, I, I think people thought when NIL uh, came to be on the college level that it was, uh, was going to be the wild, wild west out there, kind of like what we see with the transfer portal, right? It hasn't been that way, has it? It really hasn't. You know, it's, it's given... You know, student-athletes a chance to endorse something. It's, mm-hmm. You know, in some cases, maybe they've got some other skill sets out there that they can monetize, uh, use their social media out there, uh, you know, to... That was, profit's not the right word, but if, if someone, just like, you know, there are influencers out there, why why should someone as a student-athlete be any different than that, I guess? Yeah, no, no doubt. Um one of the comments I saw, though, was that obviously for, you know, parents and players, this could p- provide an opportunity uh, financially. I, I don't know the, the money, which is going to, I'm going to ask you next. I mean, I, you know, Bryce Young got seven figures and things of that nature. I, I don't think when I see that, I'm thinking high school kids are going to be making hundreds of thousands of dollars, or could they? Or are we talking about things sort of like, you know, IMG Academy stuff? I go, this is Louisiana, though. Like, could you see tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands for certain athletes? Because not everybody's going to get it. I, I will throw one name out there, and that's Arch Manning. That's the only person that I can see that that has the name recognition and power to generate any sort of significant dollars with the state of Louisiana. And even then, we, we, we know the Manning family. I don't see that happening. I think there it's they're, they're going to proceed with caution. So mm-hmm. uh, I, I wouldn't expect something like that to happen. It's a very good point because obviously when you think of name, image, and likeness, when companies decide to partner with you and share their brand or hope that you can promote their brand, the goal is to provide more revenue for them, right, to, or, or increase notoriety. Now, there is also the other side of this thing where it's to help use players to come to certain schools. At least we can kind of figure that out. We saw that this past recruiting period in college football, <laughs> Texas A&M Lenny. But my point is, 
Can you still do that? Can you do that in high school? Don't you have to be in districts or things of that nature? Wasn't where you play and how you get there kind of an issue? Yeah. Are, are we talking about this happening with seventh graders trying to get uh, trying to get young men, young ladies to go to their uh, you know go to their schools in uh, eighth, ninth grade? I don't see things like that happening. I really don't. Uh, I think that's you know that's that's a bit of a reach there. Uh, you know, all that said, I, again, I think the intent is just to allow, you know, those that are in high school to be able to benefit from their name, image, and likeness. And it's happening. It's happened in other states already. Like I said, Louisiana was, you know, kind of gray out there in terms of how it would proceed. And this is, while it's not, it's, I think the LHSA is even proceeding with caution and that they're, they're kind of, Putting it out there as a, as a as a position statement, as opposed to changing bylaws. Um, so, it's in my mind. I think it just kind of brings Louisiana in line with some with some other people have done out there. Yeah, I, I don't really kind of see that, uh, but you know, again, it, it might provide an especially. Um, Lenny, whether it's, you know, here in New Orleans, the North Shore, the River Parishes, or, you know, you go up to North and Central Louisiana in these smaller towns where the, the quarterback, the running back, the star receiver, man, you know, whether, whether it's Dairy Queen or something of that nature, right, to come out and get a signing or, or do that, especially, I would say, Lenny, if these players are being highly or heavily recruited by Bama, LSU, Ohio State, these are the type of players that are probably going to get that that chance to use NIL, right? I can see some of that uh, falling in line with, you know, recruitability. Uh, there's yeah. there's no there's no doubt about that. Uh, and whatever it is, and look, I think as well, I think, you know, one of the things that I was curious to see what would happen on the college level, and I think some people were kind of waiting to see how it was going to go, but I think you're going to see those who organize events, um, you know, let's take our uh, let's let's take our mutual friend Ed Daniels for instance. Mm-hmm. He and his group run the All State Sugar Bowl National Prep Classic at the Hilario Center every January. Okay, do you now, uh, you know, if if you're Ed and his committee, do you go to certain student athletes at, at at these schools and say, look, we're selling our tickets online. You go on your Instagram page or your uh, Facebook, whatever it is, yeah. and we'll give you a cut of we'll give you a cut of tickets. You know, I'm, I'm, you're seeing that happening in, in some places. Now, the, the schools may not do that themselves, but these third parties who are putting on events can certainly do that as well. You know, I think back to, you know, had, had NIL been in place and maybe social media been what it was, you know, when Ben Simmons and, and uh, Montford Academy came into play yeah. in that tournament, it was about seven years ago, I guess, now. It all, it all starts running together after a while. Dude, if that I, would have been in place then, that's a no. you know, that's a different situation as well. So things like that can happen. No different than you know, whatever kind of wear that you're trying to sell out there. Yeah. And if uh, Leonard Fournette, Bougainese, if John, yeah, exactly Leonard yeah. Fournette, but John Q student athlete out there who happens to be uh, you know, happens to have fifteen thousand followers on his Insta page because sure. you know that you know every fan wants to know what he's doing in terms of recruiting. Yeah, if you want to go to him and say, "Hey, we'll give you, uh, you know, we'll give you ten percent on everything you sell if you post this link out there." There's That's a very good point, Lenny. If they've got the following. Why not? 
Yeah, absolutely, because that that is a marketable thing. There's literally reasons why there's careers being made currently, Lenny, by people who are Instagram models or you know what, what do you call those social um you know influencers? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, literally, their jobs is to I ate here today and I did that. So yeah, it makes perfect sense. I, I when you were just saying that when you brought up the basketball classic, man, I you know what else just popped in my head? Seven on seven tournaments. I mean. Everybody has seven on seven teams now. A tournament, CD Deuce from the Saints, right, has one, and, and things of that nature, and talk smack with opposing players that have their own teams. That could be a situation now where, hey, come watch these matchups, come watch these games. You put it on at Yulman, then it's a seven on seven tournament, and and kids get a cut of doing that. I I think that's that's a good way that you could sort of see how you could tie that in. I prom I bet you seven on seven tournaments, you're gonna start seeing some sponsorships. Well, yeah, and again, that's not that's not an LHSA event, obviously. Right, that's, uh, right. Like AAU basketball, that kind of thing. Summer baseball, sure. It, I I think uh, I think it's going to be interesting to see how this evolves. And again, by kind of just sticking their toe in the water with it, it, it at least the interpretation is to enable it. But if you need to start enacting rules on what you can and can't do, the, you leave some uh, you, you leave some latitude out there to allow those types of things to happen. Lenny, um, before I let you go, you're you're a major league baseball guy, aren't you? Uh, yeah, yeah. Right. You're not I'm you're not you're not with Ed with the Cardinals, are you? No, 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 no. I'm an Astros fan. I've been okay. an Astros fan since okay. I was six. So, okay, y'all cheated, that's but long... that's fine. <laughs> well, I, how many yeah. times have you heard that? <laughs> oh, too, many. too many, okay, too many. You know what? My bar has been sent very low. Yeah, my I, don't, bars, I don't get to watch my team budget many anymore. So it's, I, you, know, you know what? It's something that you know. I'll bring you on and talk to you about that because that is a point that I've made. Um, I'm a Cub fan because I grew up watching them on WGN. I, I Fox Sports New Orleans was a reason why I saw a lot of Astro games and why I thought it was the best and most successful period of the Zephyrs when they were tied to Houston because I could drive five hours on a Saturday Sunday and watch guys I literally played watch here uh, on airline. And play. We saw Berkman. We saw all those guys literally move up to the major league level, and you did that. I, my, one of my good friends growing up, Gene, was a, was a Braves guy. He watched it on TBS. Not having that, like my son's five tonight. Um, I I can't. I don't know. I don't even know where to go find the Brewers Cubs game right now. Good luck. Yeah. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like I, I knew it could be on GM. Yeah. Well, you get back to one of the points that I would make when we had minor league baseball in town, I always felt like that if you weren't affiliated with one of six teams, maybe seven, that as based on that, you were not going to get that kind of built-up baseball fan base. They would go for other things, but building up a baseball fan base, if you were not Cubs, Braves, Astros, Cardinals, that was it. You weren't getting, you weren't getting that fan base. No doubt, man. Lenny, uh, I'm going to have you on again. We'll talk a little bit more about this here as well than the local landscape of all kinds of different sports. Thank you as always, man. Crescent City Sports, the way to find incredible local coverage as always. Thank you, Lenny, for your time today, bud. You got it, Gus. Yep, for sure. Final segment next, Sunny SB New Orleans.
Non-attorney paid spokesperson. Attention past and present industrial plant workers in Louisiana. If you were pregnant while working in a petrochemical plant, a refinery, or other industrial plant, your children may be entitled to compensation. Birth defects have been linked to toxic chemicals and solvents used in the petrochemical and other industrial plants located between New Orleans and Baton Rouge. So if you were working in an industrial plant where toxic chemicals and solvents were present and your child was born with a brain or spinal cord disorder, skeletal, organ, or limb deformities, a heart condition, cerebral palsy, genetic damage, or other problems, they could be entitled to compensation. Call the law firm of Philip C. Hoffman at 1-833-99-TOXIC. If you are a current or former petrochemical or other plant worker and your child is suffering from birth defects, call 1-833-998-6942 today. Contact the law firm of Philip C. Hoffman to evaluate whether your child is entitled to compensation. Call 1-833-99-TOXIC now. Responsible attorney Philip C. Hoffman, New Orleans, Louisiana. Family 2212725. If your garage door is damaged or destroyed during Hurricane Ida, then you need to call American Garage Door Supplies in Homa today. If you need a dependable repair or professional installation, American Garage Door Supplies in Homa will deliver a level of incredible service for your residents or business. Call 985-633-1623 today or stop by 7424 West Park in Homa and check out the many colors of residential and commercial roll-up doors. Plus, at American Garage Door Supplies of Homa, you'll get your door in just a few weeks, not months. Like us on Facebook, American Garage Doors. At Thibodeau Regional, we're proud to announce we've received Health Grades 2017 Outstanding Patient Experience and Patient Safety Excellence Awards. What's more, we're the only hospital in Louisiana to achieve both awards four years in a row. Why should this matter? Because it confirms two things. Our commitment to quality and your satisfaction. Both very important when it comes to your family's health care. Thibodeau Regional, once again recognized by Health Grades for providing outstanding quality care. For more info, go to Thibodeau.com. Got a hot take? Everybody listen up. Let's hear it. Call us at 800-998-1003. Answer that phone. Or tweet us at ESPN Radio NOLA. Now, back to the sports hangover with Gus Kattengill. 800-998-1003. Still got a few minutes if you want to... Climb into the conversation via the phone lines. Buddy will take your phone calls and say hola to you. Tiger on 17. They have followed every single shot and every hole on 16. He did this. In the hole. He's got his attention. That's on the proper level. Good shot there. And for birdie on the second shot. Here we go. I think he did. Uh, I don't know. Like 20, t- t- I mean, a long putt uh, for Birdie there on that par three. Puts him back into red numbers. And, you know, again, it's remarkable. Remarkable. He's he's there. Now, Cameron Smith is, <laughs> is trying to create his own storyline right now. The Australian is six under through 16 right now. So he's six under par. As uh, second place is four under, Danny Willett's Berger, Neiman are three under, Scheffler's three under as well, Tiger's one under, Kevin Nas one under, Billy Horschel's one under, Dustin Johnson is one under, Rory McIlroy one under as well. So, you know, again, Cameron Smith six under today. Will he continue that tomorrow? He's got a couple holes left here, but Tiger, again. You should see the the way 
the, the folks are reacting and everything. It's been fun to watch here. To the phone lines we go. Jack, what you got for us today, sir? Got about three minutes. Hey, hey Gus. Um, hey, look, to, to tell you how hot Cameron Smith is, mm-hmm. he double bogeyed the first hole, so he's oh, been wow. killing it since then. No kidding. Yeah, yeah. I got yep, him in right, a DFS ca- uh, thing. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I got him in, you know, in one of the FanDuel contests, and I thought I was dead after the first hole. But, but anyway, <laughs> you said it was your son's birthday today. No, 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 no. I, I said it. Um, it's one of the things that I, I was I was watching my son's. Um, I want to show him. Uh, opening day, opening day. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. Well, His birthday's um, December six, so don't don't make him six just yet, Jack. I'm I'm having trouble. He's five uh, and a oh, half no. going on fifteen. <laughs> no, no, I wasn't trying to push him over the hill. Oh yeah. Hey, hey Gus, mm-hmm. th- there's no price that you would take LeBron for. I mean, if they said all we want is a number one draft choice. See, if I took him, if I took him, I would tell him you have no say in uh. In, yeah. in play, you know, in, in, in any new players coming in, you have no it. say at all. I, I, that's just it. Do you think he would do that? I mean, I, he. I mean, again, he could have gotten a lot of these other players. And I, I brought this up all the time to whether it was, you know, Travis or anyone else. I was like, you know, he's really good friends with Chris Paul. Like, really good friends with Chris Paul. Chris Paul has not chosen to play with him. He's been a free agent a couple of times and could have chosen to play with them. A, they they all want the most money they can, and they should. I understand that. But if if you truly wanted to do it, it could happen. But he, he wants to be paid the highest you can, which, again, is understandable. And he wants control. Now, I, I mean, if the Lakers and an organization of that status and name can't control that or tell Rich Paul, I got it, I don't. I, I just don't know where he's going to go, Jack. I don't know whether what team wants to get into that again. The, the, the Kings scribe himself, Windhorst, for for him to say last week that LeBron by year four, where he's at, becomes exhausting. That <laughs> he said the staff's exhausted, the front office exhausted, his teammates are exhausted, whatever coach at the time is exhausted. That's. I just don't know if I'm willing to get into that. You know. Right. Hey, guys, I, I know you got to get out. But I, I, this will be my last draft question until the draft happens. Okay. Because you, the call a, a, you know, a couple of callers ago, he's right. I mean, there's no point in guessing. Mm-hmm. But do you remember another team doing what the Saints did, making a trade this early for, for picks in the middle of the draft? Because mm-hmm. the 49ers did it last year, but they went up to three to make sure they had one of those quarterbacks. You, you know what I mean? What are the, I, I'd love to know what the plan is. I think the plan is, Jack, that you look at where this draft is and it looks like the trenches, linemen, defensive players will be the bulk of the first 12. Then you're going right. to have two, three possible quarterbacks. You got five to six receivers that are going to be number one or number two receivers on teams. So based off of that, the middle of the draft you should have an opportunity. Again, Jamison Williams isn't going to be there where he will be this year if he doesn't blow his knee in the you know in the postseason. Um, Chris Olave is really good, and, and, and maybe in some other years, if, if it's not a deep receiver class, dude, he's gone early. But there's so many good receivers that it's what 
team is in love with that receiver. So I think that's why they're focusing and looking at it like that. Um, they were already at 18. Now they just got two in the same, you know, area. But you know what? We'll, we'll kind of look into that later on in the week as to why that middle part is so explosive. Thank you, Jack. Got to run, bud. All right. Thank you. Namaskaran after further review next on ESPN New Orleans. Oh, my God.